Well, well, welcome to Raising Our Voices. This is 3CR on the 855 on the AM band, and you you are listening to a special program, and we'll be focusing on 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 um, on uh, I was tracking and Doctor Who today, and our special guest is is Mal from Oztrack. And that group's been around for a long time, <clears throat> and uh, and yes, and this is about f- um, fan clubs and and, and people having a- 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 access to to particular fan club. So stay tuned. Well, well, welcome to raising our voices, and my name is Amanda. And with me is is Maria, and today's show is about the fan clubs that 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 include people with disabilities, and and both Maria and I are both involved in sci-fi groups, and Maria is interested in the in the. Area of Doctor Who fan club. Oh yes, and and uh, and and, and yes, yeah, yes, we got our good friend Mal on the phone, and she she is the president of Oztrack, and we are a Star Trek fan club, folks. And and now I've got. Um, the, and she is now our special guest today on Raising Our Voices. And she's the president of Oztrack. And hi, you Mal. Hi, Amanda. How are you? All good, fighting, fit and dangerous to be rattled like a snake. <laughs> and, uh, and the first good question is, um, can, can, can you tell the listeners out there, what is Oztrack? Oztrek. Oztrek is the second oldest Star Trek fan club in the world, and we're based in Melbourne. And as you know, Amanda, we have our meetings once a month at the Northgate Town Hall, which is the first Saturday of each month, and we get together and we talk about Star about Star Trek. And uh, and thank you for those 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 fantastic words, Mel. And no another worries. thing, um, how long is Oztrack been been going for? Well, Oztrack, we actually have celebrated a very big birthday this year. As you know, Amanda, we turned forty, and in August we had a very impressive gala ball at the Amora Hotel in Richmond, which was fantastic. And a hundred of our favourite friends and family all came along in costume. And um, I just have to say that Amanda was one of our award winners of the evening for the best dancer. So we had a fantastic night with a live band, had a sit-down dinner, we had the DJ as well and the big LED dance floor and Amanda was dancing it up a storm all night and you won the best award for the dancing which was fantastic. It was great fun. And when the next one is 
When, when does Ozstrike meet? We meet monthly at the Northcote Town Hall. So it's tram number 86, I do believe. Stops right out the front. So we all get together for three hours, which is on a Saturday from 2 till 5. And, yeah, always the first Saturday of each month except for January when the committee has a bit of a break. So we've got, actually, we've got our November meeting this Saturday from 2 to 5, and then we'll be having our Christmas party in December, and then we'll be having a break, and we won't be back until February. But all the information is on our Facebook page and also on our web page. Um, And the next one is and. What do you do at Oztrack? Alrighty. Each meeting, we like to keep it interesting for our club members. So we try and have a different theme or a different topic. So this Saturday, we have discussions about Mirror Universe episodes. So that's about the same characters, but in totally different scenarios. Um, sometimes we have a Ferengi Bazaar and everyone brings their pre-loved sci-fi items. And so it's like a trash and treasure or a couple of months ago, we had a Klingon day, which was discussing Klingon music and weapons and foods. So we like to mix up each meeting and have something different to keep everyone entertained. We also have trivia as well, which is always good fun, and games day like Pictionary and Trictionary and all that. So it's always fun, and we like to mix it up and make it interesting for everyone. <laughs> And another question just just flew into my mind. It's obviously known of 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 the cover in my book, there, Mal. Um, do, um, do members dress up occasionally in their costume for specific um times in the club? Yes, sometimes we have costume days. Um, sometimes we have people coming to their first meeting and they might dress up. When we had our ball, of course, everyone was dressed up. But I know, uh, like the listeners to know, Amanda, that you always like to put on a bit of your uh, Star Fleet outfits, which always looks fantastic with all of your different insignia badges and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, every now and then we do have dress-ups and it's a lot of fun. And also it's a great way to start conversations with people. So... If someone comes to a meeting and they've never been before and they're in costume, everyone will not talk to them because they want to talk about where they got it made and all that kind of stuff. So it's always a good icebreaker as well. And uh, and the next one is, uh, do, do you welcome new members to Oztrack? Absolutely. We welcome everyone. You know, we even welcome the Star Wars people as well. So... Now, our doors are open to everyone. Um, you don't have to be a member to attend the meetings. So anyone's welcome to come. Um, and, yeah, like I said, we also know the guys from Doctor Who and Star Wars, and we all go to each other's meetings. So it's a lot of fun. We all uh, muck around together and have a good time. But, yeah, we have an open-door policy. Mm-hmm. And, and here's a nice one. One and a complicated question. Do you include people with disability at Oztrack? Absolutely. Like I said, we have an open door policy, so everyone is welcome. It doesn't matter what package you arrive in, as long as you arrive and you enjoy 
conversations about Star Trek, um, yeah, everyone's welcome. We have a gentleman by the name of Danny, and he comes up from Geelong once a month, and he's in a wheelchair. And because the town hall is such a great uh, place and it's very accessible to everyone, he comes to our monthly meetings, which is wonderful. It's always good to see his smiley face when he comes each every month to the meetings. Uh, and, and the place that you meet, is that accessible for, yeah. for people that have a disability? Yeah, absolutely. Out the front of the town hall where the tram stops, it uh, has wheelchair access and there's also ramps which go up to the inside of the Northcote Town Hall and we have elevators as well. So it's very, very accessible for everyone. Um, uh, and, and another question just come off the um, cuff. Yep. Um, would would Star Trek um, Trek be your part and benefit from having people with disabilities turn up and get involved? Yeah, absolutely. When we have open conversations, we want everyone to be involved. So doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter where you come from, as long as you like Star Trek and as long as you like to get involved and have conversations, we always encourage that. So absolutely. Um, Those are really fighting words there, Mal. And I know you can be like a cheesy cat some days, but sometimes you can be a lion to get things um, settled and run and done. And my next one is, if people are interested, how can they find out and get involved in Oztrek? Well, you can have a look on our website, which is Oztrek, so that's A-U-S-T-R-E-K dot org. You can jump onto our webpage and have a look. It gives all the information as to uh, meeting dates and times, and we're also on Facebook as well. So if you just type in Oztrek, uh, Star Trek fan club will come up and then you can just press the um, the request button and we will accept you and then everyone can find out what's going on. And, you, um, and just something just flicked through my brain here now that I, ha- I haven't even thought of. Um, do, do you realise that we've just made history on... Uh, on, on and three CROs as well as Oztrack, well as Star Trek, and this is also a new program that we've never done on raising our voices. So us three combined have made history on three CR on the eight fifty five on AM band. Oh, In other words, wonderful. Star Trek invades three CR. It's fantastic. And I thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for your fighting words, Mel, and I'll see you the next time round. And, yep. yes, we've made history, folks, and, and now we'll slide into a Star Trek. Thank, and thank you, Mel. You're more than welcome, Amanda. We'll see you on Saturday. Bye. Bye. And uh, welcome back for all you listeners, and and well, well, welcome back to raising our voices. And my name is Amanda, and with me is Maria. And today's program is about fan clubs.
and do they in, and do they include people with disabilities with a great big question mark, both meat and male um, Marine and I are both involved in sci-fi clubs, and, uh, and, and 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 welcome to the show, Maria. Hi, Amanda. Yeah, and uh, and uh, what's your interest? In, uh, of being of being part of Doctor Who. Well, I enjoyed Doctor Who when I was a child. So the fourth Doctor was my first Doctor, which gives you an idea how old I might be. Oh. Um, and I've enjoyed Doctor Who since. Um, I've I'm now a member of the. Doctor Who Society of Victoria, and also a group called the Bendigo Whovians, because I've got a number of friends in Bendigo, um, some of whom are amongst the organisers of the Bendigo Whovians. That sounds very interesting there. Uh, and, and what is the Bendigo Whovians? The Bendigo Whovians is a... Um, Doctor Who fan club for people that live in or near Bendigo and friends that are willing to travel to Bendigo for their activities. Um, I know that there are some people that are travelling to activities, myself included. And, uh, and I suppose different types of activities you do? Yep. Um for example, the first activity that I travelled to was the Bendigo Easter Parade, where a number of people, I think we had about 60 people um, in the Bendigo Easter Parade, dressing up in costume. Um, I was dressing up as River Song, and um, I actually was given, was one of the people given the job of holding the Bendigo um, Hoovian's banner. Wow, that's a ripper. Um, and when do you Hoovians meet? Um, the Bendigo Hoovians has a very active Facebook group, so that people are posting on the Facebook group a lot. And I think they actually are quite a lot of people that are involved in the Facebook group that are not actually living in Bendigo. I know I've got a friend that is a Doctor Who fan that lives in Perth that is part of that group and is never going to be physically involved in a Bendigo Whovians event, but she's interested in what's posting in the group. Um, so there's a lot of people... At the moment, people are, for example, um, posting... They're watching... There's a Doctor Who spin-off called Class um, and people are watching it on either on TV or on iView and we're talking about that. Or sometimes we see funny things about Doctor Who and we post it or I saw some 
like nail polish that somebody had done that was like Doctor Who and I posted it. So we do all sorts of post all sorts of things on the Facebook group that's related to Doctor Who. Sometimes it's posting uh, that the local shop in Bendigo is selling um, these T-shirts that have a Doctor Who theme. Um, But they also have done a number of special events. Um, For example, it might be meeting in the park for a picnic. That was their very first event. Might be the, as I say, the Easter parade. Um, It... And the biggest thing that they've done is they made a world record attempt. Um, That was at the last um, Bendigo um, Comic and Record Fair. Wow. Um, They were trying to break the world record for the most um, Doctor Who cosplayers in one place. The current world record is 492 Hoovian cosplayers in one place. Um, that was set at um, a con in Mexico um, earlier this year. Um, the 12th Doctor was at the con. Um, we, um, at the Bendigo um, record and um, comic fair that we made the attempt was in was in September. Um, it was cold. It was wet. Um, we got two hundred and twenty three Hoovian co- cosplayers in one place, which uh, was not a world record, but it is apparently an Australian record. Which is, oh, wow. uh, we were report. It was reported on um, Channel Nine News as well as in the local press, which is not bad for a cold, wet day in um, Bendigo. And I um, mean, it sounds to me that uh, that you that you might be um, doing some PR work, exposure, getting your name and group out, out that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, we're doing interesting things that the media seem seem to be inter- seem to want to report on, um, but we're we're not deliberately doing PR work. We're just doing what we want to do, yeah. um, but it happens to lead to the media reporting on us because we're uh, doing more interesting things than a lot of the other things that are happening in um, Bendigo. <laughs> yeah, and uh, how long? Have you guys and girls been going for one? It's actually quite a new. It's quite a new club. It only started last year. Oh, you ripper! <laughs> and uh, and what you do with the Bendigo? Who? Um, the Bendigo place. Uh what do I? What do I do? Uh, so, we we have s- some special events. Yeah, and we uh, talk about Doctor Who. Um, there, there are some people in Bendigo that have built um, 
Daleks. Oh, dear, I want one of those in my backyard. Uh, <laughs> um, there are... Um, so that... And there are a lot of people that are talking on Facebook regularly. And also, do you welcome new members? Absolutely. Um, oh. Right. And by getting new members in the group can grow like a tree and expand like a tree. Yep. Um Maybe the next time they make a world record attempt, they'll get the world record instead of just the Australian record. And and do do you include people with a disability? Um, Not only does the club include people with a disability, but um, some of the organisers have a disability. Oh, cool. Right on it, the coal face. Yeah. and uh, and did, were you guys made exact accessible? Um, I've never seen the meat at a place that wasn't technically accessible. But certainly, if I had not um, using the um, the world record attempt as an example. Um, if I had not had assistance to get to the venue, it would have been difficult in terms of transport, um, particularly coming from Melbourne, because it, were, it wasn't near the centre of Bendigo. Um, it was somewhere that you would have to travel to. Oh, and I don't drive a car. It's join the club here. Yeah. Um and I and this is an issue I think, particularly when you get into country areas, that tra- uh, yes. that transport becomes more difficult. There is less public transport and there are more areas that the public transport doesn't go to and it's more infrequent. So uh, even yes. when places are technically accessible, um <laughs> There are other barriers. Uh, and the lack of transporting country areas, with the transport on the wagon was a bit more reliable so, so you can go from, from point A to point B, so to speak. And... Uh, and... 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 What does... <laughs> Hervians been benefit by with including people with a disability. Ah, uh, yes. Um, as I say, some of the some of um, there are people actively involved in even organising um, the group that have disabilities. Um, there are one of those people is an extremely Good at making. There are people that are extremely good at making costumes that have oh. disabilities. There are people that um, are really good at knowing obscure facts about having people that have disabilities. And I mean, I think in fan clubs, um, 
some things that in some things that are cons- that in general society are considered odd <laughs> um and maybe labeled as having as a disability like autism mm. are often quite valued mm. um so the same trait that may be considered odd in general society can be quite valued within a fan club. Right. And, um, and necessary is not looked upon their disability. Instead, they, they look at what you can do to what you cannot do. Yeah. Is that the right answer? Attitude. Oh, with a whole lot of other groups would would take that approach, but well, for some reason they don't. And the last thing is, <laughs> how can people find out about the Hoovians? Um, the easiest way to find out about the Bendigo Hoovians specifically is um, to go on Facebook and uh, type in Bendigo Hoovian Society. That will get you the Facebook group, which is by far the most active um, and way I, to be involved. Yeah, and I thank and I thank you for those wonderful words. And, and, and I think we're actually going to slide into the Hoovian track, as known as Doctor Who. This show has been a very interesting show, and uh, and uh, and I thank you for Maria and Amanda and the male, the president of Austrac, for for that magnificent interview, and thanks for all you listeners out there. They're going to listen to a history-making show. Yeah, and stay tuned for the next Raising Our Voices program because we don't know what we're going to come up with until it's time to plan and get weathered and it's planned and it's still for you guys to play on the air and you listen to to, to Raising Our Voices on 8.55. This is your own, this is your own, this is your own AM band and thank you for listening in and and hope in the next program to, yeah, good show. Thank you. Up next, Tamil Voices.